The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining us is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, Playboy? Um, another day. Just another day of paradise, huh? I wish it was another dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It uh, is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. How's your day? You know what? My day wasn't bad. It was not bad. I will say that. I will say that. I uh so our good friend uh our good friend from across the pond, David. Yeah. David tagged me in this post, right? So he tags me the other day. It was 2 days ago now, I think. Tags me and uh so what it is, it's a uh, a 22-kill push-up challenge, right? So you're supposed to do, for 22 days, 22 push-ups. you got to videotape yourself doing it and then tag somebody in the video and challenge them to the same thing. So So that's what you tagged me in? So I tagged you in this this morning because today was my first day of doing this is there something else i can do because with my back i can't really do push-ups okay so here here let me see this um i've tried and though i can do them it it fucks with my back so sit-ups are out of the question (laughs) let's see here it says try your best to reach 22 if that means doing assisted, like from your knees type push-ups, or even if you have to stop and take a break, that's fine. Try to get them all done in one video and just have fun with it. So maybe you could do 22 of something else. What, what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? I'll have to think about it. I don't know. Does it have to be a workout thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't tell you. 
All I know is I, I set the video camera up. It was just my phone, you know, but I put it on a tripod and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I was a little nervous going in. I'm like, shit, it's been a while since I've done some push-ups. But I busted them out. I busted out the 22. Like, yeah. So it was no That's big good. deal. Yeah, I was proud of me. I'm like, shit, I probably could have done 22 more. I was happy. Well, do 22 more then. I think I will. I think I'll just record the video for tomorrow, tonight. You know what I'm saying? And then just post it in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So we got some texts this week. All right. Let me pull those up here. Crank them out. All right, let's look. I should have had them pulled up already. Yeah, Here it we is go. what it is. It's fine. Um, this comes from Miranda. It says, oh, yeah. uh, LOL, good old Brian. He's everyone's best friend. <laughs> Anywho, Amazeballs show as usual. Totally fangirled out when you guys said my name. Don't judge me. Nice. Uh, super stoked about the... Sorry, I pushed the wrong button on my phone. Super stoked about Casey Paracon. Oh, Don't fuck yeah. know. Didn't know you were screening a brush with Evil 2. That just came up in conversation, really. Yeah. I Yeah, I got fun shit to talk about with that, too. And um, she said... Even more awesome. Excited about Stratica 1, too. So, the Stratica 1 has been canceled, but they're still doing the investigation. They're not doing the full-scale event anymore. Okay. Uh, in case you didn't know, she said Hutchinson is where she lives. So, Oh, perfect. Uh, she's excited. Says, P.S. You guys are awesome. Just continue to, you know, be awesome. It's good sauce. <laughs> Thank you very much for the love. Shaggy said, Shaggy. I just talked to Brian. I'm beginning to think he's the wrong one because he doesn't know a damn thing. Sorry, guys. I'll keep looking. I just talked to Brian and he's fucking clueless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, damn it. And Miranda also asked where she can get our premium show that we put out a little bit back. And... I told her as well as anybody out there. Yeah. It's in our feed on Podbean. You can just it go to is. our Podbean feed, scroll through, and you'll find it. Yeah, I think what you have to do, I think you have to sign up with Podbean, which is free anyway. Um, but then you, after you're signed up or whatever, then you can download it. Yeah, but it won't be at the top of the feed. It'll no, be, you still got to search for it. I'll, I'll put a link on the homepage of the website somewhere at some point so that people can get go straight to it. Sexy. I like it. It's genius. So, and of course, this week we're talking about something that um, a listener suggested. A man named Frank. A, na- a man ra- named Sleep Frank. Not Brian. Not Brian, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to pull up his Twitter here. Sleep Frank at S F R A N K seven six zero. Now, yes, I'm curious, and I'm sure he'll let us know why he calls himself Sleep Frank. I don't know I if that's a reference to something. Frank was the name of the 
bunny or the guy in the bunny costume and Donnie Darko, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it may be a reference to that. I'm not sure, but he wanted he lives out in the high desert in California okay. and wanted us to talk about um, weird things out there in the desert. And but I he like also it. tagged us in a post today that says hashtag balls deep in hashtag dick pics. <laughs> Sounds like a fun Saturday, LOL. <laughs> balls deep. Uh-huh. So yeah, I told him we'd do it by the end of the month and I found a bunch of stories. I don't know if they're exactly what he's looking for. Um, I know that we could find a lot more. I wish I had, you know, taken more time. Maybe we'll do another episode in the future on different stories out there. You keep talking. I'm going to grab this real quick. You're going to grab what? Dick pics? I don't know where he went. Um, Not dick pics. <laughs> like to mention Big Rip Brewing Company. I am yeah. drinking their Delta 88 IPA right now. Are you drinking that shit right now? Mm-hmm. Nice. And you should be, too. I should be. I'm waiting. You know what I'm doing? I'm I'm waiting. I'm uh, going to get my fill here in just a couple weeks. Yeah, I was oh, thinking that... Uh, yeah. I don't know what time you're coming down on Friday, but Friday... Right after work. S- oh, right after work. Fuck okay. Well, yeah. we might... Um, I'm not sure what time the VIP party starts. Oh, fuck. I can't go to that. You can't go to it? Am I invited? Yeah, it's for speakers and vendors. Oh, fuck. I feel special. Okay. But <laughs> I don't know what time that's going to start. Um, People just say VIP, and I automatically assume <laughs> that I am not a part of that group. <laughs> but I was thinking if people were in town and we had time before that, we can go out beforehand to Big Rip for a little while. Day drunk. Have a few beers Day before drunk. we go hit the VIP party. Day drunk. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Get day drunk. Yeah. When's Mike Diamond coming? I just I talked know. to him. I just talked to him. I should have asked him. I I know he's staying with Matt, um, Hector's son. Nice. Where are you staying? I think I'm going to be staying with my buddy Dustin. Okay, big like, guy. Yeah, like I did last year. Was that last year? That was last year. Yeah, it was yeah. last year. Hell yeah. So what we, yeah, it'll be good. So I'll start out talking a little bit about what the high desert is for what for people that might not know. So the high desert is a name used to define a geographic area of Southern California deserts that are above 2,000 feet above sea level. Right. And below 4,000 feet in altitude. Yes. The high desert generally refers to the areas of the Mojave Desert. The term high desert is used commonly by the news media. So they don't really call They call it the high desert. But right. People that live there, because there's a bunch of cities and towns and stuff within what's considered the high desert. So it's not just like a big flat open desert. Sure. I mean, it, it is, but there's people that live there too, so... It says, however, high desert typically will be described as extending as far north as Victorville, California, and Lancaster areas, and as far northwest as Palmdale and north to Barstow, California desert, and beyond. The term high desert serves 
to differentiate it from the Southern California's low desert, like the Death Valley. Right, know. right. So, yeah, um, I saw some mention that it even went into, like, Arizona. Some areas, you know, depends on how you define it. Okay. But, you know, there's a ton of weird things going on in the high desert. Have you ever been out there? I have not been to that specific part. No. You've been up north. I've been, yeah, a lot of north. Um, you ever been in a desert? No. I've never been in a desert. Ever. I don't well, know. we're going to be in the desert soon, so. What, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're going to Roswell, right? Fuck yeah, we are. That'll be great. <laughs> We gotta go watch the sunrise over the desert while Aww. eating mushrooms. I just got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, Peyote. Peyote, that's what we need to do. It's all the same. Yeah. Like, just... Oh, my God. I have so it, many ideas. <laughs> Anyways, I have a few UFO sightings from... Uh, so, yeah. I just... I just there's so many of them that... I just pulled some interesting ones that I found because we could do a whole story just on UFO sightings exactly. in the area alone, our whole show. That's so, all I could find, though. Was Yeah, I found some ghost and some Bigfoot stuff, too. Oh, you found There's Bigfoot stuff? There's a ton of conspiracy stuff, but I'm going to save that for an actual conspiracy show. Ooh. Don't tease me now. Because... I think it deserves its own show Shit, because yeah. there's a big Air Force base there and all right. kinds of other stuff there. So, All right. Let's get into the, the UFO shit then. Okay, so this is a MUFON case in 2012, case 38886. It says a couple was standing on the porch, on their porch, at approximately 10.38 p.m. when they saw two strange orbs side by side above the eastern horizon over Apple Valley, which is one of the cities there. Yeah. Within seconds, the third orb lit up, shaping a triangle hovering near the horizon. Then another one appeared to the right before the first three orbs disappeared. This is the description the couple reported to MUFON, along with the video that they put in there. So, yeah, it's just lights twinkling out over there, big lights. But they filmed it, too. Yeah, I couldn't find the film. Okay. The most reported thing are lights like this, and that's why I started out. There's not much more to the story other than that, but it's the most common thing out there. It's like the the flashing lights. Yeah, they light up and disappear. You know, and I think pretty much anybody that's looked up UFO videos has seen videos like this. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so these next ones are all they're all in 2012, as far as I could tell. And it's looks like it's in first person, so I'm reading okay. it as their words. Sure. I was on a charter bus around 8 p.m. My mom told me to look out at the shooting star. When I turned, the light was larger than a typical shooting star and was yellow, orange, and very bright and hovered in one spot only just above the horizon. Wow. A few seconds later, it shot straight up into the sky and disappeared. I found it interesting how it shot up. It was completely straight vertical path at a speed slightly slower than lightning. Shit. 
Here's another one from February 5th of that year. I just entered Main Street from grocery store at Main Street from the grocery store on Main Street and 15 freeway and this blue green light caught my eye. The object was the size of an aspirin traveling south when I first saw it. It was over North Victorville, which was eight to nine miles north of where he was. And within 60 seconds, it was gone. Wow. So, yeah, these are all just light stories to start out with. So this one is May 22nd in Victorville. Okay. At approximately 8.30 p.m., my husband and I went out to the porch for a cigarette our porch faces an easterly direction overlooking the George Air Base. Oh, my, okay. My husband pointed out two flashing red lights directly overhead. At first, I assumed it was a plane. Sure. However, they were a fair distance apart, much farther than that any plane that she had ever seen, or I have ever seen. Secondly, I've never seen a plane with two port lights. Usually, there's a green light on the starboard side. Thirdly, there was absolutely no sound. She knows way more about aviation than I do. Well, they're right next to an airplane. <laughs> and, you know, if, I don't know if you've ever been on a boat. The lighting is... I'm on a boat. On the lighting boat. is almost the same, except for, like, the landing lights and stuff. It's green on one side, red on the other side, and, you know, stuff like that, so... I had no idea about any of that. That's all um, the way, you know, that's regulations. So yeah. that they know which direction the, the vehicle yeah, is facing. Yeah. No, it makes total sense. So they said, we continued to observe these two lights as they moved slowly in an easterly direction over the Georgia Air Base. The objects or lights then seemed to hover over the northern end of the base for a short period of time the lights were flashing separately then in time then differently again Shit. the object or lights then proceeded in an easterly direction towards the mountain ranges it was then that we deserved more or, or observed more red lights flashing independently and a fair distance apart wow. but all traveling in the same direction and all changed direction in unison which led us to believe it was many lights on one object or a group of flying lights in no particular formation but together at one point we observed four maybe five lights at one time the object or lights went over the mountain ranges and disappeared so yeah they're over an air force base again and they're blinking red lights in the sky so, if it's a secret military aircraft, they might not put that, you know, what they're supposed to put on there. Right. So it could be a military thing, but I was gonna she ask, said that. Man. Like, why? They couldn't see anything, just the lights. They couldn't hear anything. And they were, if they were all on one vehicle, they were too far apart. It'd be a massive vehicle. Like, uh I don't know, something don't like a quarter it. the size of the base. Yeah, don't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> like but the why, Independence Day. Yeah, exactly my thought, man. God damn. But here's the thing. Why are they always spotted 
so close, in such close proximity to all of these military installments. Why? First answer is that they are military vehicles. Bingo. Second answer. (laughs) Um... They're military. I, I don't think if they're not military, they would be shot down. So they're either military or there's something that they don't know what it is. And they're, yeah, I don't know, man. Because it, it wouldn't be civilian, and it wouldn't no, be some other no. country because it would be shot down or at least approached by you know scrambled jets or whatever. Right. Because I mean that's our that's how we do things. That's how we work. You know, we shoot first and then ask the questions. That's well, how we're in imminent threat or imminent danger, which they would think it could they be. They would absolutely think something hovering over their base was a was a threat. I would totally, totally say they would think it's a threat. I don't know, man. I just I, I think it's weird. So have you? Ever heard of the event called Contact in the Desert? Maybe. Who so they have, who they runs have it every this? year? In okay, June. yeah, yeah. Who runs it? I'm not sure who runs it, but it's a major UFO event right. every year. Okay, it's in Joshua Tree, which is in within the high desert, right? And that, there, I have a UFO sighting from this year's Contact in the de- Desert. Oh shit! From this year. Yeah, June 4th, 2016. Nice. It says at approximately 9.40 p.m., a group of six to eight unidentified aircraft were observed at 34 degrees, eight minutes, and they go through all the directions. Um, they flew from the northwest to the east, heading towards 29 Palms area at an estimated altitude of only 600 feet and an estimated distance of 1,000 feet from them. They took video of it, and they go into the detail of the exact camera and model and tripod used. Shit. It says, we could not hear any aircraft noise, but the group up the hill from us was pretty loud. So they could hear the the people far away, but they couldn't hear the planes. The 29 palms... Strategic expeditionary landing field is 16.6 miles as the crow flies in 48 degrees Arizona from our location. I don't know why they boarded it that way. Right. We watched the last UFO until it was out of sight. It did not turn to the north to line up with the field. They continued due east. Shit, man. So, yeah, they... um. I mean, I've heard some crazy stories about this contact in the desert. Sure. It's like, um, like what? <laughs> like this what one specifically doing? isn't really a scientific look at UFOs and aliens. It's a hippie. Oh, is it more like uh, drugster like, culture? Like metaphysical? Not the drug culture, but yeah, a, Metaf- a hippie metaphysical look okay. yeah. at aliens and UFOs, which is fine. And sure. they use a lot of... Oh, I've heard stories. I've never been there. I've heard stories that a lot of people use a lot of drugs while they're out there. Okay. So, maybe that is the way to contact aliens. I can't uh. judge them, but that could also be why some people saw some lights in the sky. That's a very good point. I'd like I, uh, to see this video. Yeah, exactly. 
Most of the other they're the people though. They're the kind of fucking people that are out there and they're trying to contact the these aliens or whatever. Um, and chanting and yeah, but at the same time, then they're also the people that think, oh, the aliens love us and they're here (laughs) to help us and they want to enlighten us. It's like then why the fuck haven't they or what's what's keeping them up in the sky and away from us? Because the rest of the dirty humans would kill them with guns. I don't know, man. I don't buy into If you saw an alien, no matter how peaceful and sweet it looked, what would you do if it was walking up to you? If you had a weapon close to you. No, I would not. See, oh, God, dude. Here we go, getting all political. Let's see, like, okay, I, number one, it's not that I'm against guns. I'm not against guns, okay? I think if you own a gun, fuck yeah, you own a gun. Good on you. Congratulations. A lot of people own many guns. I don't. I don't own guns. You know why I don't own guns? Because I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. That's my personal opinion. I don't fucking care. I don't. I just don't want a gun. I've never felt the need to purchase a gun. I don't go hunting. I I don't go shooting for sport. Okay, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I so just let's don't. put it this way. So, you have yeah, a baseball okay. bat or a Perfect. golf club sitting next to you, and this alien yeah. wants to come up and hug you. How do I know that the alien wants a hug? It's walking up with his arms stretched out like it wants a hug. How tall is the alien? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that matters. No, look, here's what I'm thinking. Like, am, while we embrace, is my head going to be, like, can our it's necks It's going to be touch nestled in his neck. In his neck, in the in the little crook of his neck? Or uh-huh. is, is he so tall that I'm going to be pressed into the bosom? I, I don't know. It could huh. be really short and have its head in your garage. That scene, that would freak me out. Because, like, I even have a problem, like, giving kids hugs. You know what I'm saying? I got to get down on my so knee and get to So, would that baseball bat be going through its head? I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. Because if I didn't... you'd be too scared. No. Like, I would be fucking terrified. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, if you don't feel threatened, then what the fuck? Who cares? You, I think if you see anything, you'll feel threatened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Oh, my God. I don't know, so, man. Yeah, there were other alien. There, there are tons of other UFO stories, and I want to save those for the conspiracy That's side. That's an awesome idea, though, just to do a whole freaking con- conspiracy show on that. Mm-hmm. I think it's smart. So Super I have a smart. few different ghosts. Okay, yeah. Things. Now, what did you find as far as ghosts are concerned? So most of these are just local legends there not necessarily things that roam the whole desert sure except for like the lady in white and i know that connor was yeah. talking about he wants to do a video or a film on that he actually did the film oh he was telling me he was trying to redo it he wants to uh revamp it and other things that i can't speak about but yeah he wants to he wants to revamp it a little bit and take it take it to the next level yeah anyways there is a lady of white in the high desert 
Um, she haunts the Valacito Station in Anza Borrego Desert State Park. So she died there. She had arrived at the Valacito Station sometime in the late 1850s, and she never left. The bride had become deathly ill during her journey and died at Valacito Station. She was buried in an unmarked grave at Campo Santo, a few hundred yards from the station. Wow. Says in her wedding gown, she placed the adobe, she paced the adobe floor of the Valacito Station, patiently waiting for the next stage, which would take her on to Sacramento. Her fiance had struck it rich in the gold fields and had sent for her to join him in California. It is said that if you camp near the old Valacito stage station, you will see her. Wow. The lady in white restlessly paced the worn earth where the station once stood waiting for her stage to come. So that's the Anza Borrego Desert State Park. That is amazing. So you should be able to camp there. We should try all of this. We just need to do everything. You know what we need to do? (laughs) We need to find some rich people that just want to give us money so we can just go traveling all over the place. They can come with us. Tripping balls on like peyote, apparently. (laughs) And like (laughs) going to find like UFOs and all sorts of fun shit. I have been told that... um, I should get paid for the fun I provide people that I know. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Like, what kind of fun are we talking about here? Well, not that kind of fun. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I mean, literally, my friend Mike, you've met Mike. Yeah, absolutely. He's been up to the manor and stuff. Love Mike, yeah. Mike wouldn't leave his house if it wasn't for me. Oh, no shit. No, and uh, which is fine, but he he backs <laughs> out of things all the time. Everybody's and got he that. Feels friend. bad about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, but he literally he's told me he would never do anything interesting if he didn't go do the stuff that I do. <laughs> oh, and I have great. other people like that too that say that, like Tom. You met Tom this weekend. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tom says. Tom I had actually keeps met telling Tom me before. that every couple weeks he does something with me and meets a new set of my friends that he didn't even know that I had. That's badass. That is badass. But yeah, if there's anybody out there that wants to come along and will finance the trip, we, we will, will show, show you a, a good, good time. time. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. We will show you a good time. Oh, yeah. I don't I think I'm so wrong many, in that either. No, I, th- I think you're totally right. I think it would be even better is that literally on our quest... On our adventure, we could literally be doing a podcast a day. Yeah. A podcast every day about the shenanigans that were going on at that time. And then the second the show stops, people know that we we, we got fucked by aliens. Ew. Ew. I'm going to be wearing that chastity belt. <laughs> it's a great idea. It is a great. We need idea. we need to market those. I think we would make like trillions of dollars. We would make all the dollars. Mhm. Yep. 
no butt okay, stuff. Okay, so here's a couple more <laughs> ghost stories. Enough about butt stuff. Nice segue into the ghost story. Here we go. <laughs> so the Phantom Stage of Carrizo. It is said that a Phantom Stage forges its way through the Carrizo... I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I think I am. The Carrizo Wash and passes through the original location of the Carrizo Stage station located in the Anza Borrego Desert State Park. So this is another part of the park, a different stage but, station okay. where you can actually watch a stagecoach of the haunted, a, a ghostly stagecoach yeah. ride on by. I would set up every fucking camera I owned and just let them roll. You know? Yeah. Here's another thing from Borrego. You found another? I have like four things from Borrego. Well, at least three. Okay. Um, The ghost lights of Borrego. Oh, shit. Mysterious and unexplained lights have been seen since 1858 on the Oriflame Mountains in Anza Borrego Desert State Park. Wow. Reports have been made over the years. The accounts are always slightly different, but the general description of the sightings is the same. So, in 1858 is when they started seeing these lights. Now, I know we had fire, and I know we had other, you know, we had carbide lights and other stuff like this, but yeah. we didn't have anything flying around in the air. Now, this doesn't specifically say it's in the air. Okay. But it is it's seen around the the Oriflame Mountain there in the park. Wow. Strange lights. A lot like, you know, every state has some kind of mysterious light floating around in it. True. So this just happens to be in the same park as the the lady in white in the station there, the, the Phantom Stagecoach. It's pretty amazing. Like, there's a lot going on right there. Yeah. And it says the white ghost horse of Vallecito. Now, this isn't... Oh, this is the Vallecito station where the oh. lady is haunting, haunting as well. So there's a tale of a white horse ghost who continues to haunt... The Vallecito station looking for his master who was murdered in a gunfight and shot dead from his back. So there's a lady in white. There's a ghost horse in the same spot. And then within the same park, there's a phantom stagecoach and mysterious lights in the mountain. You know, I will tell you, man, there is something to be said about like horse ghosts. I'm not even fucking around. Um, like uh, out at Workman's Chapel, you've been there. I before. remember you telling me that. I tell you what, like it was fucking nuts. One of the first times I had ever been out there, there was this claim or whatever that we were trying to debunk of uh, a soldier on horseback, and people had seen it uh, dozens and dozens of times, and specifically heard the the hoof beats into the ground. I mean, and that's a very distinct sound. Mm-hmm. I fucking heard the same God-blessed thing. Interestingly enough, you know, since it was a uh, soldier on horseback, supposedly, what we decided to do was the uh, the military call to arms. And we obviously had my buddy Blake out there um, doing that. 
And it wasn't until he was doing that that shit went down. It, I, I was freaking terrified, man. It was weird. You're hearing hoofbeats all around you, and there ain't a fucking horse. Like, not <laughs> even close. So it was interesting. I'll say that. So in the same area, it doesn't say that this one's in the same park, but it's in the same, you know, the high desert there. Yeah. Is an eight foot skeleton. What? Like if fucking- you find yourself between the Superstition Mountains and 17 Palms, you may encounter a skeleton ghost wandering the desert carrying a lantern. Oh, fuck that. Many accounts have been made over the years of similar sightings in the same area of this eight foot skeleton carrying a lantern just wandering around the desert. That is outstanding. It sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, we should find this guy. Be like, hey, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I just like I saunter up to the eight foot tall skeleton. With drag us to hell. He might. He might. It'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. So yeah, that's just some of the the hauntings that I was able to find. Dude, California is chock full. Yeah, but this is just in that, that exactly. high desert and that area. That is just and in I, one area. I pulled out just those from a list of hundreds. Shit, man. It's freaking nuts. I love it, though. I love it. Have you ever encountered, like yourself, have you ever encountered anything, um... Like I don't know, like like the uh, the haunted stagecoach, for example, right? There's a lot of claims of like ghost trains as well, like a lot. Winston, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, it's, what? It's my deep voice. You know, what the fuck is going on <laughs> in my house? <laughs> Winston. Oh, my God. But have you ever encountered anything like that? No, I don't think so. God damn it. I'm going to have to go and watch Ghostbusters 2 now. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> but, yeah. So you've never I encountered so. anything like that? I mean, that. I went. You heard my story about going and looking for the Joplin spook light. Right, right. That's the only thing that I've ever looked for, like a light like that. Um. Which I, I wouldn't necessarily attribute to the same thing, but it, it's kind of in the same vein. No, I would totally agree. It is. So no, I haven't actually found a ghost car anywhere, or a train, or a horse. No, no trains. I've horse. been I've been within a few feet of a seventy mile an hour coal train in the dark up against a stone wall holding on to a little tree about the thickness of my thumb. Were you foaming? <laughs> no, I wasn't a foamer. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. So, here's what happened. So, this weekend when Jason surprised me at our film premiere, he um, he was sitting in so the office I area. I talked about this because Tom works for the railroad. That's what I... Oh, okay. He wants us to do an episode... On, on crazy, no crazy stories from railroad engineers. 
that anyways be... so i was sitting in the office yeah and you were apparently doing research <laughs> no no this is something i had read about like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> we were talking i was talking about it with connor when you walked in yeah i walked in at the entirely wrong time um but anyway Apparently, these thrill seekers or whatever are going up to uh, and onto railroad tracks. And they are basically like fornicating with themselves. Masturbation. Yeah, that's what it is. Pleasuring. Themselves. Yeah. Hard. But anyway, so what they're doing is they're trying to basically get off before the freaking train smacks the life out of them. Apparently, there's two two different categories of them. <laughs> There's the ones that just sit in their car next to the train tracks and leave like their dome light on so the engineer can see it. What the fuck's the point of that? I don't know. I don't know if it's it's voyeurism. I, is it? They or didn't not talk voyeurism, about. They didn't talk about the motivations really. I don't huh. know if it's the, the like the vibrations they like. Yikes! Or if they like that the tr- the conductor or whoever can see them, but they can't stop the vehicle. I don't want nobody seeing nothing. <laughs> So yeah, there's that one, and there's the ones that will actually be on the tracks, on the trying track. to finish before the train gets to them. Fucking yikes, man! <laughs> Just yikes. And, and they're they called actually, they call them foamers. It's amazing. I don't know if it like like foaming at the mouth kind of foamers uh, or where the name came from. Jason. Tom had heard of foamers before, but I'd he never. didn't realize that it had to do with masturbation. I never heard this term before. I, I don't even know what to say. It was hilarious. I if we have any closet foamer listeners. I tell you what, I would love to hear that story, though. <laughs> I just don't get it. That's just me. I just don't get it. I mean, shit. You know, different strokes like, for I, different folks. I, you know what I'm saying? Every time I cross a rail track or I'm waiting for a train, I'm going to be thinking about it. Like, is the person next to me <sighs> at the crossing? <laughs> I don't know. They you know say what? it's usually in parking lots. In parking lots next to tracks, they'll see them. That's cool. One thing that I've always wanted to do, I don't know why, I just want to do this. I want to get on like an Amtrak, and I just want to go to a coast. I want to go to one coast or both coasts, or I don't give a fuck what. I just want to get on the damn train and be on the train and go across the country on the train. That's Have you what done I, a train ride before? Never, ever done that before and it sounds so sexy like i just want to do it i've taken one out to western kansas before for a soccer thing when i was in school how was it i mean we just got economy crappy train yeah in the early 90s well now they have like fucking wi-fi and sleeping quarters and all that shit yeah no i mean i i actually last year i almost took a trip up to chicago for a concert that would be sweet I will. I don't know, man. The only train, train, I guess. I mean, I've been on like subways and stuff like that. I went on the yeah. bullet train when I was in Japan. That goes hella fast. Yeah. Oh, well, I was actually over the weekend. I. Well, I wasn't thinking about it over the weekend. So I was looking into stuff to do this weekend. And I was even looking into it before, but. I um, Hugh had a concert Saturday. Where in at? Houston? In Houston. Yeah. 
and I came up to see you because it wasn't really I couldn't afford to go down there but I was going to show up and surprise him originally I thought about it you were kicking that shit around and I was looking at the difference between driving and Amtrak and now right. driving down there is 11 to 12 hours Amtrak yeah. is over 20 hours because yeah. it would have to drive over to St. Louis and then down to Dallas and then over no matter which way I took because there was a bunch of different options there were you can drive to St. Louis get on a bus for a couple hours and then get on a train again for a few more hours and then get on a bus a couple more hours and then switch <laughs> back and forth and they also had straight through ones no anyways it was like $200 more to do that than it would have cost me in gas yeah so it's I didn't crazy. do it anyways and I might show up Hugh, someday at some concert you're doing I think I thought about it uh, last Saturday. So that have been so I thought I did You know, I thought about it a few weeks ago about doing it on Saturday. I just wasn't able to. That would be cool, though. Well, I would have had to leave like on Thursday. Yeah. If I would have done the Amtrak thing, still would have been badass. But I came to see you instead. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I do. I still am planning. And you should come along, too. Where are we going? I told them, I told Shaggy on the show, and now Hugh lives right there, too. That's right. That the, before the end of the year, I was going to make it down there for an investigation with you them. You did say that. So you should come, too. I would be all about it. You just got to get off work. You know? Yeah. All that fun stuff. We can figure it out. Yeah, I'm already taking a week off in September. Like, it's, yeah. It's it's rough. <laughs> so how are we going to get you abducted? We can get me abducted. It'll be fine. Uh, It'll he's got to be back. <laughs> he's so got to be back can, by Monday morning. Asshole children. <laughs> stumble into work and just be like, I had a fuck of a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had a weekend. Definitely had a weekend. <laughs> you want to hear about a Bigfoot story? In the yeah, I do. I do. So this is a BFR report, so it reads like one. Um, okay, yeah. This is what was observed. This is a... Um, someone wrote it in, so it's in letter form. Sure. Uh, Dear sir, I am a paranormal researcher, investigator, and freelance writer with a special interest in Bigfoot. Five years ago, I interviewed a group of young people regarding a sighting. The sighting took place in the Mojave Riverbed in Hesperia, California. The first report came from five teenage boys who were exploring down in the riverbed late in the afternoon when a noise in the distance under or the dense underbrush that grows in places along the river startled them. They said the noise sounded like something moving through it, or big moving through it. When they moved closer to get a look, they said they saw a large, hairy, ape-like creature. As this frightened them, the boys ran home and told their parents. Which is when I first heard the story. The boy's father went down to the area of the sighting with a gun to see if he could see the boys, or see what the boys had reported, but found nothing. The boy's older sister rode her horse down to the spot on two consecutive days to try to get a look at the creature. 
On the second day, her efforts were rewarded. What? In her statement to me, she said, I was riding north in the riverbed on my way home after searching for several hours when I came to an area where there were two stands of cottonwood and, a, and pepper trees, one on each side of the trail. My horse spooked and didn't want to go on. I looked around and to my right I saw a tall, hairy thing standing there looking at me. It looked at me like, or it looked at me for about a minute. Then I turned my horse and ran her in the opposite direction and took another trail home. I investigated the area and thought I was wasn't able to see the Bigfoot. It's or though I wasn't able to see the Bigfoot itself. I did find what seemed to be a nest of sorts where the animal had been bedding down. Oh, God. I also found footprints that oh. measured 20 inches by 11 inches. So she took the time to freaking... No, this is the guy writing now <sighs> that said that he wasn't able to see the Bigfoot. But yeah, he found the bedding and then found footprints measured 20 inches by 11 inches. The- Shit. Yeah, the prints were in very soft, deep river sand, so I'm sure the size is out of proportion. Yeah. But maybe this will assist you in determining the animal's size. When I asked the young woman about color, she said it was dark brown or black. I didn't think about it after making my own documentation until I read the recent article in the Mojave Daily News Archives. Oh, so they put an article out looking for stories. Oh, I see. Fuck that. You know what would have been like going through my head the entire time? If I were like on a horse and then running away, like she said, she took a different trail home, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Regardless, I, I still think the entire time I would be thinking to myself, if that really is like a Bigfoot, you have no idea what their sense of smell is like, but yeah. he's probably already got the scent of the horse, and if if really he wanted to, he could just come entirely fuck your entire world up. It's That's the same it's the same with human scent, though. Yeah. I'm so just saying, like, he could horse... follow you all the way home. Yeah. <sighs> it does say that they also noticed... That for the rest of that summer, there were times that their saddle horses would refuse to go through the area, and we would have to go way around the spot to continue their way. Says there were six witnesses, nine if you count myself and my neighbors, but we didn't actually see the creature. So there were six that actually saw the creature. They all took around, they all happened around 3 to 6 p.m. on clear, sunny days. You know, there's a large populace of people that would suggest that Bigfoot is nothing more than a gentle giant. You know what I mean? Like, Bigfoot is... Like loving aliens? Like loving fucking aliens, yes. However, if you're on horseback, which most, the majority of these people have been in this past story, and the horses spook, that would suggest the opposite to me. Yeah. Would it not? I mean, there's nothing loving about them, sons of bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's not. 
That's going to be your next experience after the aliens. Is the Bigfoot? The big yes, feet? we're going to get you abducted by we don't aliens. Want, then we're going to okay. get you abducted by Bigfoot. We don't want abduction. We don't want abduction. We don't. Then we're going to go looking for Men in Black. And we're oh, actually dude, let's do that. Air let's, Force Base let's security do that first. to try to get you an actual encounter with some Men in Black on an Air Force Base. Fuck. We're sending you in, man. Man, I'm just going to be like your fucking guinea pig. <laughs> Let's do that first. No. Come on. No, we're doing the aliens. Right. Fine. <laughs> fine. God damn it. It'll be fine. Whatever. It'll still be good. So, yeah, that's what I pulled up this week. I know it doesn't do it justice, I hope. No, the conspiracy show, though, the conspiracy show will be sexy. So we should probably do that soon. Yes, and I want Frank to send in some of his stories. Um, Yeah, Frank, if you got, like, personal encounters, too, you know... Or if you know where to look, like not necessarily online, but if you want a specific thing for us to look into there, um, let us know that too. Absolutely. That could be good. I love it. Cool, man. So um, the fuck else was I going to say? I had something I was going to say. It's gone forever. <sighs> gone forever. 913-730-7255. That's the Ectoplasm Show phone number. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, at Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter, the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook, and ectoplasmshow.com. By the time this show comes out, it'll be exactly two weeks until Yay! the conference. Two weeks. Two weeks. Excited. Whoa. What? Nothing. What? I hit a button because I was excited. I get excited and I started kind of like bouncing up and down on my seat. Yeah. I hit a button. I thought I totally stopped recording. <laughs> We're good. We're fine. All's good. Next Wait. week. What's that? We have, next week we're interviewing the Xavier the Cryptid Hunter. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll and be then we're going to have... I don't know. We're going to have like hours and hours and hours of stuff from the conference that we'll be releasing over time. It'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun because there's going to be a zillion people that we're just going to have to talk to and all that fun stuff. And we have three girls after that. The three girls in the dark. Three girls in the dark. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm going down this coming Monday to investigate the mine with them. And I'm pretty sure Spurry is going to be there with me. Nice. That'll be fun, man. Hell yeah. Well, guys, rate and review us on iTunes, por favor. It actually, it it helps us a ton kind of uh, reach new people, more people. Um. It's just a lot easier for people to find us. So if you could, please go and do that. It would be helping us out a great deal. We appreciate the hell out of you guys. 
I don't even know. This is like episode 127. Isn't it? Yeah. Didn't even seem possible. It's amazing to me. So thank you guys for that. So on that happy little note, I hope you guys have a great Friday. And we'll talk to you Tuesday with some news. So everybody, peace out.